This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. My name is Keen, and every diva should know how to wear a bobby pin. My name is Troy, and I am the straw that stirs the drink. <laughs> and you're listening to Sissy That Pod, your favorite RuPaul's reaction podcast. I was away last week gallivanting in Amsterdam, so we've got a bumper episode, just the two of us, just us kitty girls to get into. So let's go. Okay, Troy, uh, two episodes in. How high level, how did you how did you enjoy these two episodes in the context of the full season? Um, I feel like I enjoyed these two past episodes more than the rest of them. Like, I'm, like, really, really, really in it now. Um, okay, nice. I really liked these episodes. I liked this one. I don't know if I... The girl group was a bit messy, I thought. It was messy. It could be because I love ASMR love so much, and I love Cake and Candy so much that I'm just, like, any excuse to hear it for, like, a long yeah. period on the show, I'm obsessed. I guess we did discuss how you unironically don't, you know, unironically love RuPaul's music. So there was a lot of that last week, which yes. I guess was good. ASMR Lover was the best of the three, I did think, both song and performance wise. I agree, for sure. And I liked the idea of it, of this week's challenge, which was the um, design challenge, but like tied into a doll. Like I kind of remember, remember season nine, they had to come up with like a superhero and you had what, like Spunky the Starfish, mm-hmm. whatever from Trinity the Tuck. My only downside is I felt it come it came slightly too close to the ball. Like I kind of felt like I would have liked a few episodes in between. I get that. It, I I didn't think about that, but that does make sense. But yeah, it was like it. It's like they tried to figure out a way to basically do that season nine episode again, and they're like, "What about a doll?" <laughs> yeah, but I I don't know. I liked it. I also like am a doll gay. Like I'm okay in life. You're like Smithers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just have a room full of uh, Malibu Stacys. <laughs> um, you must have some Britney dolls, no? I do have some Britney dolls. My friend Zach is like the real Britney doll collector. He gets them specially made. Um, oh, I wish that must cost a pretty penny. Yeah, like he gets them designed, and it takes like months, and then they ship. It's like a whole thing. Um, I'm basic. I just buy Britney dolls off eBay. I mean, you say basic, I say, you know, savvy with your money. (laughs) You like a bargain. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, Right. So we're going to do this episode slightly different because we've got two episodes to recap. Um, So I thought we would basically go through our power rankings for the season, explain our rationale, debate in the case of where it's different, and then sort of like 
as we go through the queens, we can also just discuss their two perform their performances on the last two episodes as well, and things we liked that also pop up. So kind of more looser format, um, but we should be able to cover everything in it. So before we get into it, let's discuss the queens who have been eliminated. You know, as of recording, a mandatory meeting. First up, you know, I knew she wasn't going to win. I kind of compared her to Heidi in Closet in the past, and that's because I really thought she'd be able to make it further just on sheer force of personality and fan love um so it was sad to see her go when she did yeah she's my she was my number one contender for will come back like not meant to win this season clearly has a lot to figure out but it's okay because she's all the like the foundation is so there to be like an absolute top tier queen um and she will be back there's absolutely no way that we won't see her again on this show like she'll be back how long do you think it'll be before she's back? Like, are we talking two cycles, three cycles? I think that it would be, like you like you said, similar to Heidi, where, like, we see her very soon. And I think that she's too much of a big personality to... Like, I feel like Rue probably really likes her behind the scenes. Yeah. You know? And I suppose she also came out as trans as well. I don't know if that was... Did we discuss that last time or not? But, um, so th- I guess she's going through that change as well, so... She could be a fully fledged one man when she comes through, you know, and be and take take the crown. Totally. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it was sad to see her go, and also in a similar way, it's sad to see Plain win. Like her going is sad for her, but it's also like annoying for Plain to be smug about it. I know, but then I was thinking, you know what? They're setting up a great villain. They're doing exactly what they're doing that they're it. so good at, you know, which is like. <laughs> We it was just like very Shakespearean the way that they edited the whole thing because as soon as I saw that they were revolving the beginning of the episode around their drama like so intensely I was like one of them is gonna go home and it's gonna be like you know what I mean they're gonna make it a big yeah thing. yeah 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 hundred yeah. <clears throat> percent um so yeah sad to see her go I, I like if we're doing the power rankings including her I would have definitely had her above three or four of the queens we're going to talk about (laughs) (laughs) and then uh eliminate this week is geneva carr last time we spoke you had had enough of her yeah (laughs) that continues to be the case (laughs) yes okay tell me what was it about her that that made that made her geneva jar she just there are some people who just, no matter how hard they try, do not possess star quality. Matter- <laughs> I'm sorry. No, this is me just being completely honest. Like, no matter how much they white knuckle it, no matter how much effort they put in, no matter how like much stick to they have, sometimes some people just aren't meant to be on television. I don't believe that she was meant to be on TV. I'm sorry. I'm just thinking of Shangela. You will never be glamour. No, that that is you. <laughs> you will never be a star. Yeah, it's true. I'm just like, oh god, like what? A, I don't know. I could be. I could go much deeper, but just didn't have the it factor for me. Oh gosh, I mean, that, that would cut pretty deep. I mean, I know what you're saying. Like, I we've seen queens on the show. I'm trying to think of one now who is like good drag queen, but not a good. Dra- TV drag queen, if that makes sense. Yes. Um, I don't know if I necessarily say that for Geneva. I mean, 
I think she struggled with dressing, the, the the aesthetic. I mean, I was looking back at the looks last week and her pussycat wig look was horrendous. I remember actually coming out and I just shook my head and said, <laughs> no, like it was purple with this kind of like iridescent leopard print. It just didn't fit her right. And what was so strange is like, I honestly think she has had the weirdest run on the show maybe of all time like top two bottom two bottom two win elimination yeah <laughs> that's true i didn't even think about that you're very right it's so strange i i wouldn't go as far as to say i don't think she possesses star power or star quality i think she is charismatic i think she needs to finesse it a bit more and get a bit more experience but like there was something there that put her in the top two last week no oh, sorry for a week what week one saying i would tip her down Let's just be clear. If I was like out at a bar and I was drunk, I would absolutely put money in her breasts. Like for sure. Like I think that she, like you said, she's like, uh, for me, she's a queen that I would really enjoy seeing and like probably absolutely destroys it and where she's from. But like for me, just didn't register like as a television star. Mm. I was going to say maybe she's only young, but she is 30, but maybe she's just young in her drag career and persona and stuff like that. Yeah. Um. So yeah, and look, you know, she's she has a certain body type that is less forgiving to mistakes as well. So I think that is also a factor in here as well. But I do think she's likable. I didn't really get to know her that much. Um, and serving Mexicana is is important. But when Mexico has its own franchise, I guess that significance becomes maybe slightly less. But I felt she went at the right time. So. Yeah, it was time. That's what you said. It was time. It was time. Okay. All right. Okay. So that leaves us with with uh nine queen one two two six uh ten queens eleven queens sorry left. Who are you putting in eleventh on your power ranking of most likely to snatch the crown? Okay, so we're starting best to worst. We're starting worst to best. Worst to best. Okay. So, do I not include her because she just left? Yeah, exclude her. Yeah, because okay, you know you know where she was, so it's yeah, it's fine anyway. <laughs> oh, so so to clarify, she was twelfth, was she? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. So next on my ranking was Maya. Okay, tell me why. I just have not really connected to Maya really at all this season. Like, and I've tried, and I've like, I don't know. I I just I feel like there's something. She's holding back so much. And it's like, I don't think we've ever seen a queen with such like, like crippling shyness. She really will just get on stage and stand there and not say anything to them. And like, you can tell there's like so much personality there. There's so much that she wants to say in her confessionals. She's like very outgoing with the girls. She is a Kiki. But then when she gets on stage, she's like stone faced painted smile i am not talking to you i'm not joking with you i'm not laughing with you don't try it i'll smile back and politely and that's about it and i just like i I don't know i just haven't connected to any of her looks they've all been pretty bad so (laughs) (laughs) Were were you a will and grace girly yeah when you said that, I remember the episode where uh, Grace leaves Will's apartment and makes her own uh, and tries to have like a house party and she has their friends over and there's a silence <laughs> and they, the friend goes, the soup's a little cold. And she's like, 
Grace goes, it's gazpacho. It's supposed to be <laughs> Okay, it's bad. That's basically what I feel like you said to Maya. I mean, look, I can't argue with anything you say. I think she's totally, totally shy. Talking about somebody who isn't comfortable being on TV. Mm-hmm. I don't think she, I'm sure if we go to South Beach and we go to Palace and we saw her, we would be hooting the hollery and we'd be throwing our money at her, you know. And she came into her own in the lip sync, but it's, it kind of feels like she entered this competition on purely being a performance based queen and like when your strongest thing is the only thing is the thing that you do when you need to go home like that's not going to get you to the top so I totally see your point there the only reason I didn't put her at the bottom is because I think she could like basically lip sync her way to safety for the next few weeks and kick a few people out because like that that performance to control was was really really good it was so good and I totally agree with you I feel like she is that girl this year like where she'll be on the bottom like constantly but the performance is so great that it's like okay well if you're standing on your head girl like what are we supposed to do send you home you know <laughs> yeah we'll be like oh well, at least we're getting a show this week right um <laughs> and you know, like in this week's challenge i actually quite liked her outfit it's like it was like the whole branding and the doll like i think she said you know my doll is shy and outgoing I was like, okay, well, which, which is hey. it? Like, she's tall and she's small. She's loud, but she's quiet. Like, it's like, okay. So I think she just got punished for having a lack of personality. And she was so um, hilariously robotic in her reading of, in her like voiceover. She's like, these shoes will have you flipping for the gods. It's like, oh my God, girl, you're a track queen. Give us a little pizzazz will ya like oh my god uh, yeah honestly the, the google translate lady could give more sass th- than my <laughs> right Suri was like just let me read it girl god yeah. <laughs> and then so l- l- let's just talk about that group that won the, the girl group challenge Maya, Geneva, Megami and Nymphia and although I don't dispute that they deserve to win I, can't, I don't really know what it was different. Was it just that they were better in sync or something? You know, it was, was it the lesser of the evils? Is that what it was? Maybe. Was it that so, so many of them struggled to get the personality across that they kind of just felt like they, it wasn't like clashing personalities and they felt more united? I don't know. It was, it definitely was the best of a bad bunch, but yeah, it was weird. And it was such a, it's such a weird think to throw the balance off these people three of which are probably going to be going home in the next few weeks all getting a win under their belt do you i wanted to ask you actually when it comes to these like you know write lyrics challenges like i do wonder and i squint at how much maybe like the producers or somebody is like helping because to go from having nothing to then hear what they have written performed sometimes I'm like how did you get there like what was the (laughs) journey to I can't think of anything boom clack clack to like now you have like a full Azealia Banks song like what happened (laughs) I mean I guess I guess you've got like a day to write it and you know sometimes we see so this week that week like they just did their own choreo but sometimes you see them do like a singing session with Michelle or 
you know some other producer uh, Rue's in Rue's current trend is to call her Michelle the voice massage (laughs) which I love Uh, (laughs) but I guess like they don't record the vocals in that moment because they're on the main stage and like it would sound awful so I guess they go somewhere and they record them and there must be somebody there who like helps them there has to be diane warren is like they're waiting to yeah. write them like a, a this will get me my oscar yeah <laughs> rue's like bring in max martin yeah. um yeah it, it was it was strange so i guess my like maya did a good job there last week but like not in any sort of standout way it was real sort of blended into the background and actually on the topic of that episode what did you think of um amanda's uh nest look oh it was so odd it was so like the effort was great on and i felt like they should have at least been like at least you tried something unusual and fun and like she really gave an effort but it was so odd and it took so much when she started explaining it i was like oh girl not you explaining it for 10 full minutes like i actually quite liked it until she started ex- explaining to it and then i was like oh yeah pussycat wait what is this why do you have a beard i mean like if i was like in a halloween party and this person more that coming towards me I'd be like i don't know what this is but i like it yes. but once you're told that she created this in the context of pussycat wig i was like how does your brain work right like birds nesting baby birds blue i was just like i i don't it doesn't seem like you fully get it either but oh. and also can we have a moment for how law roach read geneva down and she seemed to be loving it so Law Roche is such a good reality judge. He's so good. Uh, I mean, they're so right. Like, how has it taken them so long to actually get them booked? <laughs> right, <laughs> yeah. I know. Like, if if Carson Kressley finds other job opportunities, get Law in. Like, Law and T.S. Madison, what a dream team they'd be. I can't even, T.S. Madison, I can't even. I will tell you, I have been a T.S. Madison fan for a very long time. I've all, she's always been, like, my secret little... I watch this thing on the internet in bed at night and I don't know if anybody, you know, and then watching from like a real star has been so cool. Like, I just think that she is like one of the best judges that that show's ever had. I love Madison so much. Yeah, she's really, she's great. I was, and she was at TradCon as well because she was doing all the, the Bring Back My Girls stuff there. So it was so cool to see. Her oh, I'm so flesh. jealous. Um, Okay, so your 11th place is Maya Iman LePage. Not mad at it. I didn't put her last. I put Megami last. Okay. Because I think she would lose at a lip sync against Maya. Mm. And I think they're I think they're they're both kind of on the struggle bus. I think we know less about Megami as well. I must say, the more I do get to know her, I do think she's really sweet and I think she's really nice. Yeah. And I think we we got to know her, I think it was, was it last week or the week before, when she kind of had a, a vulnerable moment. I could definitely be her friend. I actually don't mind. Like, I think she has a, a really distinct drag aesthetic. Um, I really like her, the tattoos, how she shows that in, in her drag. I just don't know if she has, A, the narrative arc to get her to the final. This seems to be saying if she's going home soon. I don't know if she has, like, the versatility that this show looks for mm-hmm. but like 
if I was over in New York and there was a Wagami show on, I'd be interested to see what that looks like because I feel she has a really distinct point of view. I, I mean, I can't disagree with anything that you said. Like, I, I think that she is, and this is actually not meant to be offensive, but I think that she's almost like a perfect middle ground queen for this com- competition. Like, it feels like we're far enough in at this point that, like you said, like, I don't know if narratively she has a chance at going super far at this point. Um, but she does seem so nice, like, just really kind and, like, normal and chill and I kind of feel I I don't know I feel like there's something about her that isn't translating like we're missing something yeah yeah like and I know kind of one of the memes of the season so far has been protect queer art (laughs) I don't know if you've seen the memes but it's like someone like shares an obscure pop song and then they just like <laughs> then the next side is protect queer art like so I've really enjoyed that aspect of it but like in a way that I feel like Geneva was trying to be what Rue wants her to be and f- was failing Megami is being her own thing and just isn't working for the show yeah and that's exactly it it's not working for the show but it feels like it works in her life you know yeah I bet she's mm. the moment at whatever like bar she works at all the time like she just seems like she's just not translating on tv for some yeah i'd love to see her host a brunch or something like that i'd say she's like really charismatic and fun Mm -hmm. and like a nice versatility like there's there's a rusical next week which could be her moment to shine if there's any moment for her to shine this could be it yeah she needs to just like go balls to the wall she's she kind of just like rides in the middle so like and that's like a scary place to be on Drag Race, you know? Yeah, I agree. Like, I enjoyed what she wore this week, like, that she made that, it was quite nice blue sequined kind of play suit that she kind of made into the Statue of Liberty, and she characterized that person quite well. Um, and then the week before, she kind of had, like, this turquoise corset, which, again, I thought was nice, but I think this is it. It's always nice. It's never wet. Yeah. That's, and for this show, you kind of need some wow moments. You just hit the nail on the head. That's exactly it. Yeah. yeah. So I have a Magami 11th. So, and then I had Maya 10th. So do you want to go into your 10th? Mine is Magami. Magami. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So we're agreeing they're kind of at the bottom two trailing in the pack in trouble. Okay. Do you want to go on to uh, 9th? Yeah. So this might be a controversial one. I oh sorry am I am I am I, am I one two three four five six eight nine ten ten right there's ten left is there mm-hmm. okay sorry so then yeah okay so then we're on to eighth sorry yeah, my okay. math the math ain't math I'm it's okay eight, eighth for you listen homosexuals aren't known for our math skills okay? <laughs> I mean I'm I'm I I have a degree in maths so I oh. should I should be better. <laughs> I can't use that as an excuse. Oh my God. <laughs> You're like, I'm a literal math teacher. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. So, my I'm next so. one was... I should be better. No, you're fine. My next one was Plain Jane. Oh, okay. Tell me. Tell me. I want to hear it. I want to hear it. Okay, so here's the thing. I don't feel like I understand Plain Jane's drag, like, at all. I don't understand her drag vision. I don't get her drag character. 
I don't look at anything and think like I could see her in it at this point like I kind of understand all the girls and I get their vibe and their aesthetic and like what they do I don't understand plain Jane I don't get her and I don't think she's good enough at drag to warrant the talkiness like it's like you've had a couple moments that have been good on the show but you've not like absolutely fucking nailed it or hit it out of the park and the burger thing was just recycled jumbo like it wasn't it wasn't original by any stretch of the imagination so I just and even this week like I didn't think that the her look for the doll challenge was like bad by any means like she did great she, her voiceover was funny she looked good but I just don't get who she is like I didn't understand why she was wearing that or like the rhyme or reason behind anything does that make sense it totally makes sense i think i think that's really well described now like like i think she did the best a voiceover because she was talking about how her doll is is she a mermaid or is she an ice skater she doesn't know but she's actually secretly a russian spy like that was kind of the best world building of any of the dolls which i thought was quite good but like I do totally get you, like, is she a pageant queen? No. Is she a comedy queen? No. Is she a fashion queen? No. Right. Is she a body queen? Maybe. I, like, she isn't in any box yet. And maybe that's by design. But it is hard to put her fing- put the finger on it. That being said, the, uh, n- not due to my preference, but I had her fourth on my list. Because I feel like she has a lot of momentum. They the judges seem to love her. She still has the immunity that Safira spunked up the wall this week, foolishly. Um I saw that Plain Jane joined Madonna on stage this week. Yes. So like there's hype around Plain Jane that is gonna get like I don't feel like she's gonna go home before the finale. And even though like you said, I don't know if the drag warrants the cockiness. I don't want her to see her do well, but I think she's here to stay for a while. You're right, honestly. She is going to be... There's no way that she's not going to be there until the end. Like, Because what would the show even be about? Like, Then who would they be fighting with? <laughs> she is the show. Q, Q. Q would find something to get annoyed <laughs> yeah. about. And they'd be like, girl, cup on. <laughs> no but you're right though she's she she does have like wild momentum like she's one of the only queens that feels like she's like each week picking up the pace I just hope that by the end of this uh she's another one that I could see definitely coming back another like like she's a real high contender for I'm not gonna win but you are absolutely going to see me again you know big time yeah she's not gonna win i don't think she'll ever win if she keeps up this villain but then look at raja o'hara like she was the villain of season 11 and she came back and she was so joyous so yeah and i and i think maybe we got a bit of an insight into her into her motivations like she this episode she spoke about her homophobic dad and how like Mm. that sort of uncertainty in the home left her with these insecurities and like classic that these you know hurt people hurt people and that's kind of where it's coming from but I kind of want them to call her out in her shit more. Like, in Untucked, she comes for Geneva, or no, for Plasma, and was like, how do you feel about the judges being excited that you're changing your makeup? And then, like, Plasma gets pissed off. She's like, I feel like you're very defensive. And it's like, yeah, because you're fucking coming for me, and you know you're coming. Like, it's she's playing the game perfectly, and I don't know why no one's calling her out in it. 
they seem scared of her. They, they seem absolutely terrified of her. And I actually, if I'm being honest with you, I think it's a disservice to her. Like if she had somebody who was not afraid of her to like clap back, throw like really funny shit back at her. Cause I mean, let's face it. It's not really hard to be funnier than her. She's not funny. She thinks it's funny. Somebody has told her once or twice that she's funny and she has really taken to that uh widening my eyes so and the burger finger didn't help that oh, ego ego trip oh god it's like here we go now i'm gonna see that for the next 10 years <laughs> um but yeah if she had somebody on the show like a like a jujube or somebody who like can qu- a bianca yeah yes just like to actually read her, it would be such a gag, but it'll never happen. I kind of wish Bianca was doing the pit stop just to hear her thoughts on playing Jane. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm really yeah. That's really interesting. I I mean I I would I'd I don't know if I'd like to say I'd love to see you too. I I think that would be a really interesting development if she went home soon, but I don't know if it's going to happen. And in the same way, I don't know what a drag is like. I can never tell what she's going to be good at. Like she seems to be kind of good at everything. Yes. And it's like always surprising. You're like, huh. huh. Come true, she'll win Snatch Game and we'll love her. And then we'll, you know, we'll <laughs> be yes. confused again. Um, okay, so she was your eighth. My eighth was Tsunami Muse. Okay. I I like Tsunami. Um, I think she has good runways. She seems like wise and studied. But again, we're not getting that much time with her. Yeah. And maybe they're waiting on it. Like, maybe it's going to be like a Dita Ritz edit where it's, or like a Cameron Michaels edit kind of thing where they just kind of cruise on through. Um, she hasn't really put a foot wrong, but kind of like we were saying before, it's all... There's been no wow. There's been nicer than Maya, but like, there hasn't really been any main storylines featuring her. And I kind of feel like she needs to have a standout moment soon or she's going to go. I agree. I, and I really like her. I re- where did she let rank for you she is <laughs> i'm like i have to count um she's a little higher for me i'll wait I'll okay surprise you with it <laughs> okay, okay, okay i nice, guess that okay. i expected for myself i'm like wait a minute what? yeah um <laughs> but no she's like she's so good and i really like her aesthetic and i think she's very there's a a great like taste level there like she always looks really great i ranked her a little bit higher because i could see her kind of like being the girl that rides the middle but then you know sometimes the queens will just randomly kick it into fucking high oct crazy hyper speed like halfway through and you're like where did this all come from like where have you been i could see yeah. being her okay that would be really fun like i was actually thinking she's kind of the inverse of candy Muse and that Candy was like all personality but kind of struggled on the runway mm-hmm. whereas Tsunami has the runway down but is trying to break out like trying to break through as a personality yeah so um yeah that could be that would be a fun turn to events like she could turn out a snatch game where you're like win this rusical or something like that and that she would really jump up those rankings that's what I'm hoping for her because I really like seeing what she'll wear and stuff like I just like her I just think she's an, a cool personality yeah and you know she's like she is a nerd about pop culture. Yes. That's probably why I low-key like her. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you were playing Jane 8, I had Tsunami Muse 8. What? Who did you have at 7? Um, 7, I have Morphine. Same. 
Really? Okay. Our, our first uh, match. <laughs> yeah. What What are your reasons for having her there? So Morphine is kind of like the narrator of the season. I feel like she's getting like this Instagram pages that track how many confessionals people are getting. And she seems to be getting a lot of confessionals. She's kind of there the whole time. You know, if plain Jane wasn't in the season, she would be the villain. I feel like, you know, she has that element of co- of cockiness and confidence, but like maybe doesn't have the drag to back it up. Mm-hmm. I think she's kind of hit or miss on the mainstay on the runway. Uh, like her JLo moment this season, this week was fine because she made it herself. I like that she kind of made it her, herself look like she was sunburned, which I thought was kind mm-hmm. of a fun touch. Um, and then last week she had like a black latex look with like a red pussycat wig and there was like stitches and like scratch marks throughout the, the look. So like they've always been fine, but I can't remember. I don't think she's ever done it in one of the challenges other than be drunk in that SNL skit that was annoying. Yeah. I, I, I blocked that out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> a trauma response kicked in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I agree. I mean, I just think like the drag, the drag for me is just like not great. And I don't think, like, I kind of agree with Michelle that it's like, okay, we get it. Like you came here with some BBL jokes. You came here with one BBL joke that you've been recycling yeah. every episode. And she couldn't hold herself back from saying it again this week. I know. Even after being told not to, she's still, and it wasn't, it still wasn't funny. It's like, if you're going to keep telling the same joke every week, could you figure out how to make it funny? We get it. You've had work done. Amazing. I just think like, I think she's like quite boring. Like I'm just, I'm bored of the looks. I'm bored of her like jokes and her, I don't think she has like a whole lot of like personality. She's the true definition of relying on that body. (laughs) Like, yeah, you know what I mean? It's just like, there's like, She's complete, like, I put her in the middle because she's completely sort of, like, that. Like, she's just in the middle. I don't think she'll win. I don't think that she's the kind of queen that will kick it up and pick it up. I think that we're going to get BBL, uh, the same BBL joke up until she leaves, and then that'll be it. We might never see her again on the show. <laughs> and something that kind of irks me about her is, she. I feel in the talking head and the way she just moves is that she... I mean, you could say this maybe that all the queens think they're going to be top four, but I think she feels it in her body that she's top four and she deserves to be top four. And I don't think she has shown enough to to prove that yet. Yeah, I she one hundred percent thinks like, what am I going to wear to finale night? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, shame we won't see Don in the finale night. Yeah, she that's exactly what she's thinking about. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, like you know, bless her confidence. I mean, we all we should all take it, take a drink of that. But yeah. absolutely, yeah. even if it's delusional, it's still you still got it. <laughs> we didn't actually discuss uh, tsunami's looks this week or last week. Um, what did you think of this week with the kind of like the blue kind of flared pant and the it was like a, like a pink halter neck mm. and it was like a blue kind of waist tie. I liked it. I really liked it. I thought it was really well fitted. Like those pants were so good and they fit so well and she wasn't even like padded or anything like it was just legs um it gave me naomi smalls vibes Mm. oh yeah yeah you know it definitely gave me naomi vibes i love the glove i love a glove i love like a glove moment a dramatic 
love a glove, love a prop. Yes, love a glove, love a prop. Love them combined even more. Um, but yeah, I liked it. What did you think about it? I couldn't. T- I. I mean, because it's a design challenge, I liked the color combination. It all just felt a slightly bit unfinished. But I think that's just, you know, I mean, compared to Q, it looked unfinished. But it was, she had the eye to pick out some fun colors and that, that worked well together. And compared to Q, a, a nun outfit looks unfinished. I mean, like, there's no clothing item looks finished compared to Q. <laughs> Hey, if you're enjoying this coverage and you want to hear some more, head over to our premium feed on headstuffpodcast.com where we are currently covering RuPaul's Drag Race UK versus The World Season 2. Episode 1 is up there now with Eurovision legend Neve Kavanagh. I will be covering it week to week over in the premium feed. I've got a really fun guests lined up. So if you've been a fan of the show for a while and you'd like to support it, we'd be very grateful if you could join us over in the premium feed. And when you head over to headstuffpodcast.com, it is five euro a month to support the show. And make sure you click Sissy That Pod in the list of podcasts that you would like your subscription to support. For your troubles, you'll get access to our coverage of UK vs. The World, plus all of our back coverage of the international franchises. And to keep Megami happy, you can know that you are supporting queer art. <laughs> okay, see you there. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott, or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Uh, excuse me. You don't listen to Sissy That Pod. <laughs> the cheek, the nerve, the gall, the audacity, and the gumption. Now, this is the line where I think any, anyone above this line, I feel top six is like, people who are making great tv these are these are the main characters of this season in my opinion these top six do you want to share who your number six is sure so my number six is plasma okay um i so i really like plasma and i think that she's one of those queens that you look at and just it's almost like you see her potential before you even see her like you see how good she will be even better after she sees herself on TV. Cause she's she's naturally a really great queen. I think she's super like funny. I like that she's so aware of her aesthetic and like, she's so like, she feels very lived in. Like, you know what I mean? Every time she comes on the runway, I'm like her wearing that makes sense. Her, her I think she's really good at makeup. You know, I've always thought that there should be a makeup artist on the judges panel on this show. Yeah. Yeah, there should be. Do you know Nikki tutorials? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She was on the Dutch one for a season, which was really good. Um they need to make- have like that sort of feedback. But like, yeah, there should be a better makeup person. I guess was Billy B supposed to be that in the earlier days? Yeah. So 
Yes. <laughs> but yeah, there needs to be somebody to be like, because mm. then there are also queens that do like really crazy makeup. Like what's her name that did um prosthetics that did like the peach. What was her name? She had like a peach head. <laughs> like she would turn her head into like, she would use foam and turn her head into like fruit. She was black. She did really- Oh, do- Nina Benina Brown. Yes. Like there needed to be somebody to be like, you are literally like, you're doing something that we can't even comprehend. But neither here nor there. I just think that, I don't know, I, I really like Plasma. And I think she's a little rough around the edges at this moment. But like the potential is there. You really like her, but she's sick. So there must be something that was holding her back being third, fourth, fifth. It's not like, it's like she's almost Jinx Monsoon, but she's not. (laughs) (laughs) She's Jinx Monsoon in training. She's another one that I'm like, oh, she's going to watch this back and be like, all right, I could fix that, 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 and that. And then I'll be fucking perfect, you know? Yeah. No, She does feel um, like she's on the rise like she you know although she has a certain amount of drag caliber you know experience under her belt and she's very good it does feel like you know that she's only at like 60 percent of what she could be at the end mm-hmm. point or maybe even less you know sort of way um so i do totally get you there i had her third for me i definitely think she's a top four girly i and maybe i'm just being ambitious because i, I or over hopeful because i like her but i feel she has that she has the like the the camp and the performance and the acting and the improv all down like we haven't had the acting challenge yet so that's going to come we have the rusical we have improv i still think there's a good few challenges that will work for her coming she's got through the two sewing challenges now and i think she could clock up a few more wins before she gets to the final i get a kind of bosco vibe off her in that like in that like she's still like wait she's not she hasn't come in fully formed but there's so many good like raw materials there to like take her very far so i don't think she's gonna win but i i would be surprised if she fell short of that top four you're so right about the upcoming challenges that i just feel like she's going to destroy them like and she's either she's one of those queens it's either going to be mind-blowing mind-altering in snatch game or so unexpectedly bad she's got a Trixie Mattel yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah it'll be like wait I thought you I, what you know so we'll see but I yeah I think that like her biggest episodes are yet to come yeah they could be I re- I do really like her though like I know she can't like I'd say if I had to hang out with her now for like four hours I'd find her a bit annoying but like <laughs> yeah. as a performer I do really like her and I, and I find myself rooting for her Yes, I agree. Okay, so she was your sixth place. My sixth place was Q. Interesting. Okay, tell me everything. This could swap between fifth or fourth, but I really like Q. Like, one of the best seamstresses we've had on the US for a long time, if ever. Um, It's the... It's the Jan, it's 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 the Jan syndrome. It's the I should have won. It's the getting we've seen how she's gotten her head already. Now look, she won the latest episode. Maybe this will correct her. But she's had a really good run so far. Top two high, high, bottom two, then a win. But I don't know. I wonder will she 
is this like have they already sowed the seeds of her downfall mm. in her self-doubt mm. i didn't see it that way but i understand what you mean yeah okay tell me where did she rank for you she's my number one okay oh so okay tell me all tell me all tell me all i just think like especially with that little introduction to her story like to her backstory yeah. oh that was so moving oh it was so yeah. good it made me so much more like endeared to her and i was like it just felt like the perfect setup for a rags to riches you know winner of rupaul's drag race kind of thing um i just i'm obsessed with her like i just i'm i put her at number one selfishly i'm not even gonna <laughs> lie i just think she's so good and so endearing and like funny and like always turns whatever challenge are doing into her challenge for the most part yeah uh, i just i'm obsessed with her i just literally love her and I, I agree with her i think she's probably one of if not the best seamstress that we've ever seen on the show like i can't even believe that she makes the stuff that she makes yeah can we have a moment for this week's outfit? Okay. i mean oh. amazing the headpiece, just the different layers. You know, I thought there could be more of a battle between Nymphia and her this week's episode, but Nymphia took a day off. She was like, I've done it once before. I'm all good. Q killed it. Yeah, destroyed it. Always a really cool headpiece. Also, like, great at makeup. Like, the looks are always mm. so good. The makeup is also so good. Um, I'm just obsessed. I'm Q obsessed. Q obsessed. <laughs> not that cute this cute yeah <laughs> not Q and on cute um th- th- <laughs> the yeah i don't know i definitely could be wrong on this i just the people i see in my top four are hard to budge and i was reading this i'm the person at my five and there's something about her that i just see falling short i can't you know it's just is it the narrative i don't know is it because she got her two design challenges down? But then she did really well as the as the, the brick from Stonewall. Like, who knew that she had that in her? So I definitely think there's capacity in her to keep keep surprising us. Yeah, for sure. Undeniable. Yeah. Um, so I guess that's a surprise factor. Okay, I'll move on to number five. I had Dawn at number five. Again, really enjoy Dawn. Um, also, I feel kind of a narrator of the season. She's shown her versatility, like she's given the judges what they want in terms of the makeup. I really enjoyed her Galactic Empress. I don't know if I enjoyed it as much as La Roach enjoyed it, but I mean, they're the experts, so who am I to judge? Um, and then last week they had the kind of clashing patterns look, which I also really enjoyed. It only seems to be safe for me outside of the runway, and that's the only thing that's holding me back from putting her in the top four. Okay, I have Dawn, like, really high, too. <laughs> cool, but th- that's good. Because the most boring thing for this episode is for us to come on and agree. So tell me why you haven't... Yeah. So is she number two or three? She's two for me. Okay, okay. I have her at number two because... Or should I wait to do that? No, no, no. We're talking about her now, so let's okay. get into it, yeah. Um, I have her at number two because I feel like I don't think she'll win. I've said this before, and I think that we're too... We're too close to a... Uh, why can't I ever think of her fucking name? We're too close to a Willow Pill win. And they're so 
their like aesthetic is so similar to me as like nymph like whatever you want to call it like you know what I mean like this like little nymph art house drag queen moment so I don't think she'll win but I think she's really 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 good and I think she's so undeniably good that it would I don't know if it'll ever make sense to put her in the bottom for anything yeah you know she's what I mean kind of unflappable in that way like we haven't met anything that that knocks her off her game yet which is really mm-hmm. interesting and I kind of find myself wanting to hear more from her like I'm kind of like oh, yeah. I'd love to hear what Don thinks of the situation and she's kind of getting herself a reputation like she kind of has a catchphrase of can I be honest now in Untucked where she and they're like oh here you go girl <laughs> and they called it in Untucked this week Donesty which I love <laughs> there's the merch that's done <gasps> that is so funny <laughs> that's hilarious um but do you see her beating Plasma and Sephira and Nymphia and, you know, those people to, to the crown? We w- I feel like we have to see her out of her element. What I'm yeah. interested in is when, because it's going to come, where Michelle, and I feel like she kind of hinted towards it, where Michelle is going to be like, we want to see your normal makeup face. We want to see you do something that we haven't seen you do so far. Like, you're really good at that thing, but like, the true test will be when she has to step out of her element and like the acting challenge or something like that. Like, what is she going to do on Snatch Game? You know, like that is interesting to even think about. Yeah, that's true. I mean, Snatch Game, it will be a real pivotal point. I mean, it is for everybody, but for a lot of these to to push them out of their comfort zone. I mean, yeah. like we're kind of okay. The plasma is going to do well, but like, you know, Plain Jane, Dawn, Q, they could really make or break them. Totally. I can't wait for a sign. I'm actually like more excited for this season snatch game than I've been in a long time because it's so unpredictable. Yeah, definitely. Um, okay, that is done. That is my fifth place. My fourth place was playing Jane. So I've, I've we've discussed her. Who is number four for you? Mine was Safiro. Okay, tell me. Um, I wrote down some notes here. <laughs> I had a lot of thoughts. Where is she? Okay. Um, I just think that she's like a very like solid queen like she just she's one of those drag queens to me where like because of her years of experience like she's just like I don't know the word to use but she just feels like kind of unshakable by this competition and I could see her going really far just based on that I do not think she'll win there's no way just based on like how little we even know about her at this point. Like, I feel like she's never on TV. Um, yeah, but... she she scores very low in the number of talking heads or confessionals yeah. that she's got so far, yeah. Like, we don't really know much about her narrative, but she just seems like an unshakable queen. Like, she's very seasoned and aware of who she is. Her taste level is like through the roof, in my opinion. I feel like, I don't know. I really although, like. Although I do not disagree with you that she's unshakable, we do see her shook in this episode when she takes the immunity potion. Do you think that's plain Jane in her head? That was so weird, and it was so funny that she immediately knew it was a mistake. She yeah, was like, she oh, said yes, and, and all the judges went. <gasps> <laughs> the <laughs> poker faces collapsed. <laughs> okay, girl, good for you. <laughs> um. Yeah. So that like. That's the only time she's been anyway shaken. And that was really interesting, I thought. Yeah, it was so unexpected. I was like, whoa, okay. 
all right yeah you hide it because i kind of expected her to come in and be the sasha colby of the season yeah um i don't know if she's that level ahead of the others um I definitely think she gets the finale. Uh, sorry, for, for clarity, I put her second for me. Like, I definitely think she'll be in the fa- finale. I think she has a chance of winning. I think we need to get to know her more. Mm-hmm. And maybe we just haven't because they're saving that because she's going to be around for a long time. Um, But like you said, she's unflappable. I think it's hard to find something that she... And she has such authority as well in drag, yeah. which I think is really important. Like she she comes in and she gives that like, I'm great and I know I'm great and you're gonna realise I'm great. And that's like so exciting to see when it turns out to be true. Yeah, she's got a real like mother quality about her where it's just like she's like just feels very seasoned. Yes. I would say, do we think she'll ever top her talent show? Like that operatic singing. I mean, that was so iconic. I don't know. She's another one that I would be interested to see. Like, who is she in Snatch Game? Who would she be? I can't even. I can't even wrap my mind around like any person or ballpark it. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I imagine somebody class like, you know. Old, I guess. I guess. What <laughs> so, yeah. I was going to say classical, but then I was like, maybe he thinks it's classical music, and I mean, I don't mean that. Me telling somebody, somebody my age, I'm like mm, <laughs> old. <laughs> a legend, we'll say that. A legend. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah it'll um, be like a Patty Labelle or something. Somebody like yeah. that. She's probably been doing for a really long time, and you know. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, if she sings, she could do a singer or something like that. But. Um, mm-hmm. I I am saying I'm I I don't anticipate her to like win snatch game based on what I've seen. No. But I imagine it'll be like a like an Akira doing Tiffany Haddish like a yeah like a fun thing that we barely see anything of and she's safe. Yeah, make rude <laughs> chuckle a couple times a few times. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so she was remind me she was fourth for you and fourth mm-hmm. for me was playing Jane. Okay. So, uh, and Sphere was second for me. So that only leaves. Is that, wait, or no, was it fifth? Uh, I have fourth, no. So I've got three left. I've discussed Plasma. I've discussed Sphere. So I've one left. And your top two are Q and Dawn. So your third is Nymphia? Yeah. Okay. I have Nymphia number one. Oh, okay. Tell me about it. I think first one with two challenge wins already. Do you know, I think she is also kind of unflappable like Sephir as well. Like this whole rigmarole that she goes through of like, I'm so stressed. I'm so stressed annoying the other people. And then she's like, okay, anyway. And then just like whips out this garment in like less time than everybody else. It's so good. But like, <laughs> like you, we know she's really good, but I think she has do- she has fared better than Q has in the other challenges. Like she was better at the at the dancing challenge. She was better at the improv challenge. Oh, sorry, not better. Sorry, but she held her own in the improv challenge better than maybe Q did at the dancing challenge. It's hard to find something that she's bad at, and even when she kind of says, "I'm not great at this," she still does like safe to high. I definitely the fan support is behind her. Um. The kookiness, I think, is beloved, even though I am kind of sick of the banana at this point. I hope that's the end of the banana. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> I definitely feel like she is in the lead to win. I mean, she's incredible. Every week I'm like, God, she is so good and so funny and such a reality star. Like, so great on TV. Hilarious talking heads. I'm a, I, I thought that that whole, like, the way that they edited her saying that she was scared and then killing it is hilarious to me. Her being like, I'm scared, you guys. Like, laying on the ground and, like, rolling around and then just ending up with this, like, incredible look. I just love her. I love the campiness. And I love, I said this before, but I love, like, a a campy queen who's also, like, tasteful. Like, she's camp, but fashion, you know? And it's, like, really cool. Just, like, the way her mind works. Like, she's just such a, um, she's such an artist, you know? And the concepts that she comes up with and stuff. Like, I love for her, and, like, for her Barbie look, or for her doll look, if you will, I love how, again, campy it was with the big giant bow. Like, it felt very doll. And she, to me, looked like one of those, like, holiday Barbies that you're not supposed to open. Yeah, yeah, They're yeah. Worth money, but they, like, never are. <laughs> Uh, that's what she looked like to me. I'm just obsessed with her. I really enjoyed when Geneva was like telling her her like proposed concept and it was on the mannequin. And she's like, do you think that's a good idea? And she just like didn't say anything <laughs> for about 10 seconds. And then was like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was such a funny moment. Um, yeah, I, t- I totally see it. Like in the way that like the kooky vote went for Willow last year. If Dawn's too close to it, Nymphia feels different, but also will get the kooky love. Yes, for sure. Agreed. Um, okay, so wh- where did Tsunami land for you? Or should we, instead of that, oh, do we want to just re- recap them again, just for people <laughs> and for ourselves, because we can't keep track of where we, we put them. Okay, I'll go through them quickly. Okay. So I, I had Megami at 10th, Maya at 9th, Tsunami at 8th, 7th was Morphine, 6Q, 5 Dawn, 4 Plain Jane, 3 Plasma, 2 Sephira Crystal, and 1 Nymphia Wind. Why do I have an extra? Is oh, Geneva Geneva's in there? Oh my god, I'm an idiot. Okay, yes. Okay. okay. That, was, that was the mistake I was making as well. <laughs> okay, sorry. Okay. <laughs> so I have Maya, Megami, Plain Jane, Morphine, Plasma, Sephira. Then I have Tsunami. Interesting. So you, you you think Tsunami's more likely to win than Sephira? So I... If she pulls it out of the bag. I think she's going to pull it out of the bag. Like, I think that she... There's always one queen that just randomly shows up. And you're like, hmm. okay. Like, didn't even know who you were until this week. I just... My spirit is leading me that way. I'm getting like a Lux Noir London kind of thing. That's where like the almost perfect example yeah okay <laughs> that's exactly what i'm thinking okay so you know similar good on the runway you know needs to pull it you know needs to show rude that they can operate at something better than the, he was anticipating them to yeah okay okay i could see that i could see that happening yeah uh so then you had your top three were nymphia dawn nymphia, and Q. Dawn, Q. yeah okay Okay, exciting. Okay, I'm glad these were different. Yeah. Which means, which because I was kind of like, oh, everyone's going to say the same thing. Which means everyone listening is probably like, no, you're both wrong. It's I this, know. which is exciting. <laughs> I know, we're going to get yelled at. 
Um, anything else you want to discuss in the last two episodes? I guess we didn't really discuss. I mean, Safira's Doctor Evil look was was okay. I liked Nymphia's for last week. Uh, the red. Uh, kind of was it? You know, she had like the pussycat wig, and then she actually had like a vulva on her head. That was kind of fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes. This week, Saphir, I quite liked Saphir. Like it looked kind of like plasma. It looked kind of unfinished, or um, but I kind of quite liked Saphir's look. I don't think she needed to take that potion at all. Like I think she was doing, she did pretty well. Yeah, she, I think she would have been fine. Um, I really, really liked uh, Dawn's look. I really liked that galactic, you know, gown. Um, it was very like fifth element to me. Like it looked like something that the opera singer in fifth element would wear. Like, yeah, I just thought it was gowns, galactic gowns, (laughs) galactic gowns. (laughs) Um, I thought it was really cool. I love the fabric and like the shininess of it. I just thought she looked really cool. Also shout out to a mini challenge sponsored by the Spanish tourist board. I mean, (laughs) Can't live without we it. appreciate your ingenuity. The intern was like, they were like, we, we want you to think of ways to promote Spain outside the box. And they were like, how about a mini challenge on Drag Race? <laughs> we'll pay Charo <laughs> to show up. She must live down the road at this point. Like, Gucci, Gucci. <laughs> wild, wild, wild. So, Anna, who won? Who Who's off to. Who, who won the mini challenge again? Oh, uh, Tsunami did. Tsunami will be off to Spain at some point. Oh, yeah. Day. Which would be nice. Nami will be off the same. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, if that, I don't think that we've anything else on that episode. So we'll be back next week with our regular recap of the show. But this was fun. I, I enjoyed this approach to the season. Yeah, this was very fun. And it helped me kind of understand where I am. Yeah. <laughs> that means I can charge you for a therapist rate. It's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Um, thank you so much for listening we'll be back next week it's the Rusical next week is, pla- is this Plasmas to take home? either to take home or bomb miserably so we'll, we'll okay. see so we win both cases I guess right uh, <laughs> uh, if you want to check out the coverage of UK versus the world you can head over to Headstuff Plus where I've covered it with Eurovision legend Neve Kavanagh so you can find that over there and until then Troy and I will be back next Monday to recap the Rusical of season 16. We shall see you then. Love you. Bye. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com.